It's a film with three brains. 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 Oh my god, you guys are freaks. Never before in the history of motion pictures has there been a screen presence so commanding, so powerful, so deadly. He's Conan, the librarian. Can you tell me where I can find a book on astronomy? Don't you know the Dewey Decimal System? Conan, the librarian. I'm sorry. These books are a little overdue. <laughs> Conan, the librarian. Tonight, only on U62. Supplies! Hello and welcome to the film with three brains. This is Sean in Chicago and Colin in Maplewood, New Jersey. And it's Sam and I'm not here and this isn't happening. Mm. Oh. Nice. Uh, well, uh, we'll just forge ahead regardless of <laughs> any existential crisis. Uh, and we're going to talk about a film called UHF 1989 Weird Al Yankovic, the parody music star, I guess, uh, Musical comedy dude. Um, huh, where do you start with this? I guess we'll start with how I picked it. Uh, definitely a Cohen pick and probably a Sam pick, but um, <laughs> I have a specific memory of it. Uh, I'll get to later. And I think, yeah, I just needed a little levity, a little, little breather. And this, you know, this kind of madcap weirdness is uh, fits the bill for uh, a palate cleanser. So, it's 1989. It's uh, directed by the guy who did his music videos, I believe, Jay Levy. Mm-hmm. Also and, his manager. Oh, yes, and his manager. So it was uh, sort of a, I think it was after like a second, only a second album of, a second music album? I mean, it was... Mm, he, yeah, is that right? I think it's, I think it's when he was kind of, you know... Um, on the right track, you know, as far as his, his career. And we'll discuss how this movie affected his career, <laughs> positive and, and negative. Um, so yeah, what do you, uh, what do you want to, where do you guys want to start? Or, <laughs> or I will start with, when did you guys see it? You guys saw it in the theater, right? Definitely. Yeah. And I apparently erased most of it from my memory. <laughs> <laughs> and, for good reason, um, <laughs> I think, yeah. Because the only thing I actually remembered was the scene with Emo Phillips. <laughs> yeah, that one sticks out in my head, too. Yeah. And not just when I'm using bandsaws, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you saw in the theater. Um, I saw it. In, <laughs> so I think we were we were on a family trip and we were we had like an afternoon off and we you know the kids uh were gonna go to the theater we you know gave us a 20 or something gave it go to the theater and <laughs> we my sisters chose the movie shag which i still have not seen to this day hmm. I've, um, I've heard of it and i don't think i've seen it yeah me neither it's something i think it, it's like a 60s sort of um i don't know 
American graffiti type movie. I don't really know. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Anyway, it didn't appeal to me. And this obviously did. Uh, <laughs> sight unseen. It was like, Weird Al, yes, I'm down. And I, I remember the, seeing the, the trailer for it. So, And uh, <laughs> in the theater, there must have been, I don't know, eight or ten people there. It, it didn't do very well. They were expecting a lot more of it in the box office. <laughs> but I did my part. I paid my money and I sat and, and also I, if, if I recall, this is the first time I'd ever watched a movie by myself completely hmm. that I can remember. That's a good milestone. Yeah. And I think I remember because I remember laughing and being embarrassed about how much, how loud I was <laughs> and nobody else is laughing. <laughs> and I'm pissing myself. And I mean, not, not entire not the whole thing, but certain things were just tickling me. Yeah. And uh, strangely, a lot of those same things still tickle me today. <laughs> beginning with <laughs> uh sort of the premise i guess uh well not premise but um when he says you gotta, you gotta grab life by the lips and yank as hard as you can you know <laughs> which i only realized recently that's i mean i don't think he intended it as a pun or anything but yankovic yank i don't know yeah maybe not but i just i just like when he yells stuff i think that's I that's <laughs> and he's supposed to be the straight man which is kind of weird to me yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Don't know. No, I agree. Uh, I saw, you know, I saw in the theater and I loved it and I don't think I've seen it and I'm sure I rented it when it came out on video and then I don't think I've seen it since in its entirety. Seen bits and pieces here and there. Mm. Um, but there was nothing, I, my, my memory of it's surprisingly uh, concrete. I was surprised how well I remembered it. But yeah, there's just like, there's, it's not as funny as I remember, of course, and it isn't anything I would refer to. Like I wouldn't call it good, <laughs> but but it made me laugh. I wouldn't either. Technically, and no. it's some of the and it's some, like you said, like something about him yelling sometimes is just funny. I don't know why. Something about the tenor of his voice. I the first laugh they got me with was in the beginning when he squirts the customers with mustard. I started laughing. I don't know why. <laughs> He's just talking, you know, and he just squeezes it. He's not paying attention. He squirts the customers. And then when the, the large lady picks them up and throws them and the camera just pulls back as they're screaming. <laughs> and then they land, you know, 40 feet away from the restaurant. I don't know. I just started laughing. Yeah. I couldn't help it. It was funny. <laughs> Things yeah. stupid shit like that. You know, the parody stuff, most of it, I didn't find all that funny, actually. Um, kind of, you know, sort of amusing. I mean, when Conan the Librarian cuts a guy in half, I chuckled. <laughs> Don't um, you know the Dewey Decimal <laughs> System? But yeah, but Weird Al's a terrible actor. Oh, he's not good. He's really bad. He's you know his only gesture is like upturned hands, which is something you usually see from like kids, you know, like ten year olds in a movie who are like don't know what to do with their hands. They're like, eh, I don't know why. I, you know, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> why did you do that? You know, usually they're asking questions. Their hands turn up. You're like, oh, he does it a lot. Yeah, and the, the plot is threadbare would be kind <laughs> yeah i it's it is it's it's not there's, there's no plot but i do think that if you because i think they they said okay how do we you know use all these we want to do a bunch of parody and, and sketch stuff and you know tie that together into a movie and i'm not saying you couldn't do it better you can but if if your goal is more about the having fun with it and you know being able to do redo Raiders of the Lost Ark, you know uh, the intro stuff and the uh, I, it's pretty bad because I I remember thinking 
or I think that when the, the Rambo thing, the Rambo sequence started, I was like, yeah, this is, this, I remember this being really long and drawn out and it, it is. But then I looked at it in this, in the t- context of the film, it's like when he's going to save Stanley Spudowski. Mm-hmm. So that's the proper time to use it. Like they're there. It's somewhat clever the way they used the vignettes in, in the, in the movie. Yeah. More, more than I remembered. I thought it was, I thought it was, I mean, it is heavy handed. It's really, it's really stupid, but it's also like, oh, well they did try to, you know, weave it into the, the movie. Sure. There was an attempt at cohesion. Right. <laughs> I give it, I give it some points for that. Yeah. <laughs> See, like, you're in film school. Well, I gave you some points for a co- attempt at cohesion. <laughs> <laughs> That's you it. Re- you really tried. <laughs> uh, All right, Sam, what, what do you, what do you make of this whole movie? Not to put oh, you on the spot, but. Oh, no, I don't, I don't mind like being on the spot. I, I think it's 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 pretty horrible. Um, it's, to me, I was like, I was like, okay, it's it's maybe it's it's somewhere in the realm of Howard the Duck. I was like, this yes. is Aww, this is really is it the worst well, pe- movie I've ever picked? Well, so so here's what no. this is what I was gonna say. No, definitely I not. think I think for Sean's picks, this is Sean's Howard the Duck. You know, and it might, it might not be as bad. It's not as bad as Howard the Duck. Okay, but it's for the movies that we picked. As far as, and, and I, you can't, I mean, obviously we've chosen other genres that, that flap. We've all chosen movies we've never seen before that aren't any good or, or movies that, you know, like. I I'm, haven't chosen any I haven't seen before. Okay, well, fine. When I say <laughs> all of us, I mean, <laughs> not you. The two brave people and then there's you. The two okay. brave people. <laughs> yes. Or stupid people. How, how you look at it. So, yeah, this is, this is a stupid comedy and it's, and it's, it is, doesn't. It, it didn't age well. And it, but part of it, too, is just is like, yeah, you know, uh, Michael Richards is all in and nobody else is like, he's just like, <laughs> like Victoria Jackson is I think the look on her face is like, I'm ruining my career and I know it. I, I just <laughs> took this movie off of Saturday Night Live and I'm just destroying myself. Yeah. Like I, and Weird Al, like you said, he can't act, you know, he's, you know. Clever songs that you know that that we love to to listen to over and over and even try to emulate, but but he just isn't is an actor. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. If I we were like... fish, I'd play it. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I think Michael Richards is sort of the highlight. Yeah. You know, it's not always funny, but he's trying. Yep. And you can see you can see you can see just like raw talent. For him, like comedic talent, it's there. Mm-hmm. It's obvious. Yeah. So and they, I, you know, you can see why he would be so successful as Kramer later. Yeah, yeah. He, you know, I thought it, it was fun to watch, and, and yeah. especially knowing what he becomes. Yeah. Um, but then also knowing what he becomes after that, I was like, yeah. he's slime lord. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, and then Emo Phillips, I like. I'll just plug him right now. If he, if he's if he's anywhere nearby doing stand up, you should go see him. He's I've seen him a couple times. He's still he's hilarious. He, I've he's, never seen him live, but I've seen his yes, stand up. And I agree. He's what we all saw him. Oh, in, we saw him at South by Southwest. Oh, that's, that's right. Holy shit! Him. I forgot. Yeah, I've seen him since then, and he was um, great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. His one liners are, are are awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, wow, I totally forgot we saw him at South by Southwest. That's why we're here. 
<laughs> my memory. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So, it's, yeah. Yeah. It, it was kind of rough. And then I was wondering, like, oh, maybe I'm not in the right mood to watch this right now. And maybe that's why I think it's a little bit rough. So I was like, well, I'll test it. The next thing I'm going to watch <laughs> is some stand-up comedy from the early 80s. And I put on, um, I put on Gallagher. Because <laughs> oh, oh, I was like, I was like, what's something that's kind of along the same vein? Let's see if it's better or I worse. I feel like that's a brilliant pick to test the waters of UHF. Yeah, put on Gallagher. <laughs> so, you know, the thing about Gallagher is I've seen a number of his specials over the years, and he actually has comedy besides the, the watermelon smashing yeah, the sledgematic. Yeah. And he's amusing, you know, mm -hmm. like like some of the stuff he says, like, was his own stuff, you know? It was, yeah. it was his own fresh way of looking at the world. So, you know, is he great? No. Was, was I laughing more than I laughed at this? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I, I, I felt like the maybe the jokes were just too much written for for the the 12 year old who yeah. who had seen the arnold movies and the rambo movies and and the videos and everything else like it was it just didn't it, it's so referential to the time that yeah. it doesn't age well yeah um, and the it's rest of the acting yeah, and jokes so. and the stereotypes are just sort of there's some so, painful, yeah, yeah they're cultural painful. appropriation. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Yes. We don't need no stinking badges. I was like, whoa. I actually forgot yeah. about that. I don't know how I forgot about that. <laughs> Which they all use in Blazing Saddles, so, you know. Yeah, I know. I mean, this. The, I, I have to admit that in my memory, my favorite scene was always when they opened the door and they yell supplies. And <laughs> so I was watching, I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> cheap cheap laughs kind of yeah kind of problematic <laughs> i don't know if this is thin ice but did anyone think of two guys getting fired from random jobs coming home to a shithole did anyone think about a movie called dumb and dumber <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure yeah i mean you know i'm not i guess that's all i'll say about that it just occurred to me but i also i admit that a lot of this First of all, it is. It's a bad movie. So don't, you know, I'm not going to like change my whole uh, algorithm, whatever, just just because I have a lot of nostalgia. But but there's something to be said for that, too, because as soon as like the <laughs> Twinkie Weenie sandwich showed up. Oh, and yeah, the, that's unforgettable. And, and the, the, the music starts. I was like, uh, yeah, UHF, here we go. You know, like, I, I've, yeah, it's sort of it's sort of refreshing to not give a crap about the plot and yeah. anything else. You just, just see what, you know, see what sticks to the wall, you know, yeah. like there's, I, w I would say, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I didn't enjoy it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> even the terrible stuff, I was still kind of smiling. I don't know. It's kind of amusing here and there. I mean, like I wasn't bored. Right. It's terrible, but I wasn't bored. I mean, I feel like that's some movies you can't even say that. <laughs> no, it's, it's there's kind of like okay, what stupid things come in next? Right, you know, you know. In I'm some surprised. Ways, I, I have to admit, in some ways, there's even like this tiny bit of jealousy. Like, God, I wish I could just make a movie this dumb. <laughs> you know, <laughs> have it be in the theaters. Like, like how you know you know they were having fun. Like, even yeah. though even though the result was not 
you know, wasn't going to win any awards. The, the, uh, they were having fun doing it. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I don't know about you guys, but when I saw crazy Ernie's used car emporium, oh crap! I mean, I was like, <laughs> my ears were ringing. It was like someone, someone walked on my grave. I was like, holy shit! Did we totally rip this yeah, off? Completely. I was going to ask off. you that. I'm like, did you do that on purpose? I don't. Re- I don't remember like UHF influencing us that much, but clearly it, it did. Obviously did. Because uh, <laughs> yeah, crazy cowboy Curtis is not right. far off. <laughs> yeah, I, I had a, yes, I was watching that. And I was like, oh, I didn't, because I can't remember making it. And I was like, well, this must be where you got it from. I yes. assumed it was you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just going, right, looking at all the different, look how many cars I have and all, yeah. Yes. I didn't, yeah, I didn't, fortunately, I didn't club a baby seal or anything. Like, you know. <laughs> um, so listeners, we're talking about something we did when we were kids. We did some home video type things uh commercials (laughs) i think that was the second one we did that was the second one yeah i think i think so i think the nightly news was before this uhs came out and the next two were after or maybe they were all after i'm not sure oh that's a good question oh when when in time that happened yeah in relation to this film's release Right. Anyway, right. Well, hold on. Sorry, in. I interrupted you. You you continue. Explain, oh, well, <laughs> explain to our listeners. Uh, yeah. So we d- because when we did a f- our first one was called the nightly news, which was medieval a medieval news show about various uh, you know Joan of Arc stories and whatnot. <laughs> and but we obviously loved doing the commercials. So I think that one did pre- predates this UHF, but. The second one, I can't even remember what the second one is. Um, oh, is it Beowulf? I think Beowulf. The second one's Beowulf. Beowulf. Yeah. yeah. So we did the story of Beowulf, and of course we had to do commercials because we like doing commercials. And uh, <laughs> up pops Sean with a cowboy hat, uh, hooting and hollering and talking about his used car lot. And I sold Mike a, uh, I sold him his own car, of course. Yeah. And <laughs> drove off the lot. <laughs> and it went on far too long, which our teacher, I think, noticed. Like, uh, this. <laughs> This is a really long commercial, guys. You know, like, where's the, <laughs> where's the project where's the in this? Yeah. But, but it was fun. I don't know. But yes, it yeah. was totally ripped off. I did not realize that. But I think that was, I think that was probably 90. And this, if this came out 89, it, yeah. you know. But yeah, that's... Uh, <laughs> so yeah, Weird Al has, a, has had a big influence on, on us. Um, I saw in the credits, Dr. Demento is in there, but I don't think he... I yeah. don't know where he is or who he is in the movie he, um they spray uh, uh the guy sprays um whip whipped cream into his mouth or something in the background oh okay so you, so you barely see him right? yeah yeah he doesn't have a okay. line or anything because that was i mean there's a few things we sh- we need to explain for younger audiences we should start with uhf which means <laughs> ultra yeah. high uh what is it? Frequency. Ultra, <laughs> Ultra high frequency. Yeah. Um, which is like a part of the dot. It used to be on old TVs and you actually had to use a dial. There would be a bunch of VHS, VHF channels and there'd be UHF channels. And the UHF were, you know, like a local PBS. And yeah. I don't think UHF had the the broadcast strength, which which is important for this movie because right. it explains it why didn't. they're 
they're competing with a network. Yeah. A network VHF. affiliate. Yeah. Yeah. Which would, ha- yeah. Network affiliate, which is, doesn't really matter how, the, how far the broadcast is, but. Right. It's very local. It just means local. And also it means kind of low budget, you know, shittier TV. <laughs> yeah. More or less. So that's why that that's there. I What was the other thing? It's, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I felt like there was something else I need to explain, but I, I don't. It'll come to me, or it won't. No, yeah, you're right. And now I lost it. Do people even know who Weird Al is anymore? Maybe that was it. <laughs> I think it was Doctor Demento. It was like, what is who? Where? How did this happen? Because I think Doctor Demento was the one who first played Weird Al on the, on the yeah, radio. Yeah, he is. He he launched Weird Al's career. Doctor Demento was a. a, a, a is or was, I don't know if he's dead or still around, um, a radio, you know, uh, personality who did comedy. And Weird Al was a young burgeoning song, comedic songwriter, and he had like a demo tape and some, I don't, I don't remember the story of how Dr. Demento ever got a hold of it, but he did and he loved it and he played it on his show. Mm-hmm. And that was just sort of like the launching pad for Weird Al's career. Because yeah, Dr. Demento was pretty well known. Well, yeah, I mean, that that's that also just shows like how things have changed because, you know, the DJ was such a, a sought after job, such a such a powerful position on a radio station. I mean, because, uh, you know, we didn't all have our own streaming stations and devices and everything else that that you could have these shows that um, were nationwide, you know, just just like Casey Kasem's Countdown. And mm-hmm. so even though Dr. Demento was, was I think, originally uh, Southern California, I mean, he, he ended up being on, he, you know, syndicated with on all sorts of uh, radio stations across the U.S. Um, so, yeah, very, very different time because then, you know, it was the DJs who essentially, uh, you know, made people famous. Sure. Yeah. And I, I have to confess that I, I have seen Weird Al in, con, in concert. And, and I have uh, not. You're missing out. I know. <laughs> you know. It's amusing because, you know, in the back, he's made so many videos now that when he's singing his songs in the background, they're playing the video on a screen. Sure. Or these parts of the video, stuff like that. It's also weird because the audience was pretty much all men who are younger than me who seem to know the words of every song it was really weird it was just bizarre yeah i do we want to talk about what our favorite weird owl song is or do we should we just go back to the movie no why not all right i I know my favorite album is it's gotta be dare to be stupid yeah I would agree with that. That's the first album I ever owned. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I think I still have it too on vinyl. Oh on vinyl? Gosh. Wait yeah. a second! You're not a vinyl guy. No, I have. I don't know. I have a bunch of vinyl here. Like a souvenir kind of thing from uh, from when I from when we were kids, and then I have all my Holy dad's crap. records. Wow! And then Sam has a bunch of her her uh, grandfather's records here. Nice. And I and I have a I have a, like a, a a minor a minor collection of old stand-up comedy albums. Um, 
I don't think you're in danger of being called a hipster just because you have a weird owl vinyl. <laughs> <laughs> so, but that's I a mean, good that's a good album. Dare to be stupid's got I some good so. shit on it. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, to this day, when you hear certain songs like you know, like a surgeon, I mm-hmm. think of every time I hear like a virgin. Yoda, <laughs> I think of all the time, especially since all the Star Wars re-releases. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, to me, the the one of the last lines of one more minute pops into my head on a <laughs> oh my regular God, basis. <laughs> I love that song. I still love that song. I listen to that song often. It's on my phone. <laughs> Every time I'm in my car and I plug my phone in for directions to Air to Apple Play on my because we have a Kia Telluride and the the GPS on it sucks. Um, that I, I I play that song off my phone every time I'm I have it hooked up almost every single time I listen to it often it's weird, but I wouldn't say it's my favorite song of his it's like my second favorite because What's I think favorite, white, I think White and Nerdy is probably maybe like the best song by anybody ever. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one a lot. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> I would recite it all right now, but I don't want our one listener to get bored and turn us off. <laughs> But I could, and I have. <laughs> Your wife is a lucky lady. Yep. yep. <laughs> well, for I'll... me, it's it's the it's the razor blade line that pops in yeah. my head. I can't remember the rest of the song too well, but that's that. Yeah, dive into a swimming pool filled with double-edged razor blades. <laughs> yeah. Isn't there a naked in there? Yeah. Oh, you're right. Yeah, I'd right. rather yeah. dive naked. No, no. Yeah, I'd rather dive naked into a huge pile of thumbtacks. Thumbtacks. Oh, that's what it is. Or stick my nostrils together with crazy glue. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he'd rather dive into a swimming pool filled with double-edged razor blades. Then spend one more minute with you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He'd rather clean all the bathrooms in Grand Central, Grand Central Station with his tongue. Oh, yeah. That one I remember, too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so it's not, I mean, it's not just parody that he's really good at. I right. mean, I think he's the best ever to do musical parody, but... Sure. I mean, there aren't, it doesn't have a lot of competition because nobody could do it. No. I, I yeah. mean, I think because he, ha- he has more talent. I mean, first of all, he has musical talent. Like, the band... Sure. I mean, Sam, you can tell us how the band was when he, they performed. I mean, pretty good, right? Yeah, no, I mean, it's good. Um, but I just, you just remind me of this little factoid. I, I'm pretty sure it's true that... Um, I remember hearing when we were kids was that he recorded his first album himself in his bathroom yeah. because that, <laughs> for the acoustics of yeah. it, and he d- did everything himself. Sure. Um, no, I mean, that's the thing about Weird Al is you realize like, you know, underneath all this goofiness, there's actually like true talent to be right. able yeah. to pull it all off. Right. You know? True talent. Um, and I think true like belief in or be, being like comfortable with who he is because oh yeah anybody can be a, <laughs> a rock star with a guitar but try to be a rock star with an accordion see how yeah. you do. <laughs> yeah. he's got a pretty impressive vocal range too yeah. just in terms of being able to sound like other singers mm-hmm. i mean it always sounds like him but it also also sounds like them it's weird <laughs> he's a mutant i would just i would just also say that his michael jackson parodies are probably you know, not just his most well-known, but also some of his best, Fat and um, Eat It. Eat It in particular. But the music video for Fat <laughs> just kills <Yeah>. me. <laughs> and it has the guy who plays the cameraman in UHF. He's in it, too. Oh, that's He's, cool. Yeah. Like in the beginning when they go, yo, ding dong, 
Ding dong, ding dong, yo. He's one of those guys. <laughs> and apparently they used the same set that Michael Jackson did, right? I think he... Yeah. It was still available. Did. Yeah, it's the it's the Hoyt Skimmerhorns uh, station in, in um, downtown Brooklyn. Okay, so it's so it's pretty... It's that well-known one. Yeah. It's the it's like the it's not the only station but it's the most well-known station in the system they use uh to shoot uh films and stuff. Like they shot the taking of Pelham 123 there. Yeah. Because it has um uh, the tracks in the outside there's f- like four sets of tracks instead of two and the outside ones are aren't used anymore so they have platforms that are always empty and stuff so they can shoot while without shutting down the station. So I there's a lot just, of stuff yeah. shot there. I think that he did he did it like he did it so fast that they hadn't taken down anything from Michael Jackson's shoot. <laughs> so, and he put out his parody that quickly. Yeah. Oh yeah, and that video was a phenomenon. I mean, that was that was huge. Was, yeah, I, I mean, that was everywhere at the time. Yeah, sure. Ah, well, we could do this all night. Uh, do we but, have any double ups here? <laughs> yes, there's a few. It, I only caught one, which Let's was see. David Bow. Who plays his, his sidekick Bob was uh, the helicopter pilot and the cable guy. Mm-hmm. That's number one. Um, I can't. Oh, Kevin McCarthy was he one of them? Is he no. a double up? You know, he looks so familiar, but I think he, you know he's been in a zillion things. Yeah. But I couldn't, couldn't think of anything that we've seen him in. Yeah, I guess he's not. He's he's in the original Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Yeah. Which is kind of what I think of him. As I yeah. sort of, well, I think of him as this, to be honest, but. Sure. Okay, no, he's not a double up. He's in a lot of other horror movies, but. Yeah, he is. Definitely. Darn it, who is the dumb? Victoria Jackson is not in anything, so I don't think, I don't think it's her. <laughs> no, she is. She's in that other one bad movie. And, um... Casual sex. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Do you remember seeing that, Sam? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bad, Rated bad, R movie. Bad. Yeah. Well, yeah, I was just that, that pretty much deterred us from sneaking into R movies, I think. <laughs> suck. Casual, casual sex question mark? <laughs> or not. No. No thanks. Oh, I'm I just sure I, with, I meant uh, Oh yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I was just gonna I just a quick uh Returning to the Michael Jackson bad video, a little factoid that a lot of people probably don't know that Martin Scorsese directed that music video. Oh. That's all. Nice. Just wanted to mention that. This is... You first. I was going to say with with, uh, Cohen's love of picking musicals, I know Fran Drescher will eventually be a double up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, because of Spinal Tap? Or Saturday Night Fever. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. Because, yeah, I guess that would be an actual musical. This is Spinal Tap. It's, it's worthy of a pick, though. Oh, it yeah. At some point. Certainly. Yeah. <laughs> I was surprised to learn that R.J. Fletcher's son, who is the actor John Dixton Paragon, was Jambi the Genie in Pee Wee's Playhouse. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. And, and the voice of Terry the Pterodactyl. <laughs> oh. oh I love his Terry. his silly joke in the movie where he says, What would blah 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 senior say? <laughs> oh no, help I, I can't help it. I laughed. I laughed like out loud. Even though I knew it was coming. He's so pleased with himself. I love uh, yeah, he's great. <laughs> <laughs> or you like, know. take that ridiculous thing off. 
He's got this big cowboy hat and he rips off the mustache. The mustache. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does have its moments. <laughs> I think it just it like it can fall fat, flat so quickly that it's like you don't know whether you're it's like it's hard to keep the laughs going because yeah. like Raul, um the uh the zoo animal lover zoo guy yeah, yeah throwing the dogs out the window <laughs> like i i like the turtle joke you know like yeah <laughs> nature's suction cup he throws throws it up look it sticks and then he's throwing <laughs> poodles out the window which is like uh, uh, yeah, you yeah. know yeah it's so, um it's hit or miss the uh it's interesting that actor died in the middle of filming yeah and uh, he was supposed to appear later in the telethon and since he had died they couldn't shoot the scenes and they could have used body doubles or whatever but they didn't want to just because they everyone was pretty broken up about it so they just thought it better just to just not yeah but That's also crazy. about you know the jokes you know falling flat um you know i read a thing that said the first cut of this movie was like two and a half hours long oh my god which is insane and there has been some you know some online movement of some sort to re- restore director's cut and weird al has been like no there no we're not doing a director's cut this is the director's cut why do you think we cut it all <laughs> he's like why do you think we cut an hour from the running time he's like none of it worked it was all bad we cut out all the bad no one wants to see it trust me <laughs> you know which is, you know, a nice bit of self-awareness in a filmmaker. <laughs> I mean, that's like, uh, you know, I think I've mentioned on this, this, bef- this show before about the Coen Brothers release of the director's cut of Blood Simple, probably when we discussed Blood Simple on that episode about how their director's cut was actually shorter. <laughs> which is rare, if not unheard of. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... I guess that's because they're so meticulous about every shot and yeah. every scene that they they must have made decisions about, oh, we didn't develop this enough, you know, and then it had to add some scenes back in. I don't know. Yeah. I'd be curious to see what that is, though. I wonder how many takes it took them to throw four grapes in a row. Oh, yeah. I, wonder <laughs> that <too>. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was counting them. I was like, four. That's pretty good. I wonder how many takes that took. <laughs> I was wondering how he was working out the timing of his lines. Like, did he, right, right. Like, okay. <laughs> Who else was considered hey. for his buddy? Jerry oh, Seinfeld. Oh, yeah. That was weird. Yeah, he turned it down. <laughs> his loss. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He really suffered from that pass. <laughs> Wait, were there that would have been du- actually a great little history to be like, you know, everyone thinks Jerry gets famous, you know, so many years later. And then to look back and be like, he was on there, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did think it was interesting to see um, the actor. His name's David Proval, uh, Proval, whatever the hell his name is. He's like the main sort of heavy in UHF, the short guy with the dark hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... Um, he has a pretty pivotal role in the Sopranos. Yeah. So, and he's, and he's in the Shawshank Redemption. So he, he made it through UHF. <laughs> he got through he it. He barely had, does he have any lines in Shawshank? He's, Doesn't he? Like one, 
He's at he's he's. I feel like he's just in like the uh, canteen scenes. Oh, I thought he had a, a slightly larger role. <laughs> anyway, he's there. Yeah. So there was another movie, a couple years after that, that did parody, TV stuff, shows and commercials, called Stay Tuned. Oh, with, with John Ritter and Pam Dauber and Jeffrey Jones yes. and Gene Levy. It was pretty terrible. It's pretty bad. I've seen it. Yeah. That's a good comparison. That's it. Yeah. That's like, let's use a similar premise of trying to work in TV and movies and stuff into your movie. Was it, what the hell was it? Was there a devil involved or something? Or am I thinking it makes it up? Uh, like click with Adam Sandler or something? I don't know. No, no, you're right. You're right. Uh, they make uh, they make a deal with Mephistopheles or whatever, um, mm-hmm. an emissary from hell. Uh, I don't know. They make a deal with the devil or some shit, and they end up in hell. Hellavision. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's not good. Yeah, if you're looking at those two movies, pick this. Pick UHF. <laughs> if you got to pick one. <laughs> I mean, really, you should watch them both. <laughs> <laughs> you know, to compare. Yeah, I just didn't remember having any fun with that movie. Like, I didn't... Yeah. Also, John Ritter is, is great, but I don't think he's right for that role for some reason. Yeah. I think there isn't... I feel like there's another one, a third one that came later, and I, but... Something like bad channels or evil waves or I don't know. Yeah. I think, I, think I, I, I don't know what I can't think of it. So whatever, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so we talked a lot about the music. I think the the, the good thing is that he didn't try to cram a lot of music. Like he did what he did that Beverly Hillbillies mm-hmm. video while he was right. sleeping, dreaming, whatever. And that was pretty much it for the music. Like he, otherwise he recorded some original stuff for the beginning and end. And, but it wasn't really about his, his, <clears throat> his music story. Um, it was like, you know, he, it seemed like he really was trying to do something different and not just promote his music. Yeah. Or promote himself necessarily. He was just trying to do a movie. Yeah. I mean, so who would, you, I mean, so if he's, not great, which I think we all could all agree as far as acting. I mean, he's funny, but he's not believable as an actor. So how, who would you put in that role or how would you, or does it even matter? Like even if you had a better actor doing that role. Well, it's that, hard. It's hard not to imagine Jim Carrey in the role. Cause like you said, it's basically dumb and dumber. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And sort of the, the manic energy he sort of brings to the role sort of feels Jim Carrey-esque, you know? Yeah. That's that's the only person I could think who might actually elevate it. Yeah, I, I'm surprised that they really thought this was going to do well, especially when it's, they released it during blockbuster season. <laughs> I know. I, that's I what's so funny. Oh. Like it test. Apparently, the test screenings were so good that Orion thought they had a huge hit on their hands, so they moved the <laughs> release date to to summer, going up against like an Indiana Jones movie. Yeah. And yeah. and Batman, 
<laughs> yeah, <laughs> or whatever. Idea. I don't know if it was going up against Batman, but it was same year. Yeah, it was. It said that um, around within within a month there was when Harry met Sally. Batman. <laughs> um, it was had to go against Weekend at Bernie's. Actually, a surprising <laughs> number of movies that we reviewed. That we, yeah, that we reviewed. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, Indiana Jones: Last Crusade, License <laughs> to Kill. <laughs> It'd be the weapon too. I mean, like, yeah, Alexa, big oh, yeah. movies. That's that was great. Bad timing. <laughs> All right, so, I mean, that's as far as Wikipedia. It see it says that uh, it left him in a slump. I guess according to this is to an according yeah. to an AV Club article, um, it lasted for three years, and that impacted his next studio album. But that the slump was broken with. Um, smells like Nirvana off of yeah. off the deep end. Yeah. So that's a pretty big gap. I'm not a huge gap, but it's like it's a couple of years. Well, three years of not really doing a whole lot of create creative stuff. Yeah. Oh, in terms of uh, like the best stuff he's done, I think the music video for Smells Like Nirvana is pretty pretty up there. I don't know if you guys remember yeah. it, but it's it's really funny. <laughs> I remember the marbles and the guy, in the guy yeah, is the in it. Marbles in my mouth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's hard to marble marbles. Uh, the guy, the cameraman from UHF, is in that mu- music video. The the dwarf. Ah. Oh, maybe he's a double up. Yeah. Maybe. He's in Willow. He's not, but we haven't. I don't think he's in anything we've we've reviewed yet. Hmm. Yeah. Yet. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you're listening to this and you actually have seen UHF or you care at all, uh, <laughs> you can uh, uh, write us at uh, thefilmwith3brains at gmail.com, all written out, and uh, tell us how we screwed up, because we love that. Well, while we're doing the business side of things, I'll tell you who's not sponsoring our show today. <laughs> Everybody the, in the world. <laughs> <laughs> specifically, the people at, at Chamberlain uh, Garage Door Openers, and more specifically, their online customer help. <laughs> because I thought, I want to be responsible and put in the motion sensor at the garage door so that, you know, instead of just having the garage door that can go down and squishy a little bit and bounce back up, we actually didn't have motion sensors, that, which was weird because you think like every garage has it. So I installed them. The lights go on, everything, but they don't detect any motion. Like every little troubleshooting thing I could do, I call them up, and they're like, well, if you put a bucket down there, does the garage door bounce back up? I'm like, yep. They're like, then it works. I'm like, that's not the point of the motion sensor. <laughs> like, that's not it. They're like, and the person's like, no, it's, it sounds like it did exactly what it's supposed to do. I'm like, no, that's a pressure sensor, like a motion sensor, a bu- you know, like two little moving. lights. <laughs> like, so they're like, well, maybe you should call someone for technical support. I'm like, I thought that's what I was doing. So that was it. I was like, "All right, we're never, we're, we're never promoting them." Well, <laughs> who is it again? So our scores of listeners can send. Them we're hate definitely mail? not promoting Chamberlain <laughs> Raj Dorovers, especially their customer service. <laughs> well, that's gonna have a huge effect on their business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's. I'm also. I just because of my. Uh, the the viewership you know or listenership or whatever you want to call it um i also uh suspecting their stock to take a big dive tomorrow oh yeah <laughs> definitely <laughs> so we talked about uh seinfeld missing out sly stallone narrowly missed out on this movie too 
Yeah, yeah. he did. He, he almost had a cameo and he couldn't make it. Oh, so he really wanted to do it. So they apparently had an agreement that he was going to do it and that he was going to be a a person like the ticket or the booth or whatever, like not actually be the guy. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, That'd be good. and then he couldn't make it because of uh, scheduling conflicts. <laughs> yeah. I, as I said, I thought that whole sequence went on way too long, but when yeah. at the end when he starts shooting and he just turns to the camera with his face and goes, <laughs> I couldn't help but laugh at that part. <laughs> I like it when the, the guy explodes and he looks like cheese. <laughs> like big clumps of cheese. I don't know why that cracked me up. It sort of it reminds me of Big Trouble in Little China at the end when the the one um, oh the one guy swells up and explodes and it it looks like someone tossed a giant like I don't know bowl of salad <laughs> in front of the camera. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's good stuff. <sighs> All, All right. right. Before I go on to what we're doing next, mm-hmm. I will say that when the opening credits come on, right before the movie started, and you see the Orion O in mm-hmm. the, the little thing, I was like, I was like, oh yeah, I remember Orion. What in the world happened to them? And they went bankrupt. Yep. <laughs> and it was weird because they went bankrupt in like 1991 or 92. Uh oh. <laughs> which yeah, it's a couple years after this. Okay. But I was like, I was like, I remember a number of movies that I liked near that time that were Orion. Like I used to associate that with like a sure. chance of it being a good movie. Mm-hmm. So I looked it up. 1990 dances with wolves, 400 some million yeah. silence of the lambs, Adam's family. They did Rambo first blood. That was a lot earlier. They did Terminator throw mama from the train, Robocop, dirty rotten scoundrels, Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. Huh. It's like zillions of dollars here. And they, ended yeah, up they also did crowd. Amadeus and, uh, platoon. platoon and Hannah yeah. and her sisters, Hoosiers, yeah. Old Durham. <laughs> like, these are these are big movies. <laughs> yeah, and then they, so yeah, this this when they went bankrupt, this ended up in limbo. UHF ended up in limbo for about ten years, and then it was, and then it ended up being um, picked up. I don't know by who and released on on DVD. Yeah. Uh, so now <laughs> everyone can get it. <laughs> Oh, I found one. Double up. Uh, so even though he's a good musician, he also had a guy named John Duprez doing some of the bits of music in this movie. And he also worked on A Fish Called Wanda. Hmm. I didn't notice that before. I just came across it. There we go. So I feel better, though. I mean, I think I think we're, I think think Al has said that you're, he's not going to do a remake or you know there was there's, I don't think there was any talk about it was there I doubt it I, mean, it's, <laughs> I don't I don't think anyone would sign off again on, and also I think actually I think it said that he it wouldn't make a lot of sense um, it'd be hard to you'd have to re, really redo the story it wouldn't it, it, wouldn't, it doesn't make any sense yeah because now, now you come up with some little skit you put it on YouTube or TikTok and that's it well as you're saying like you know he was he got big via you know, mainstream radio and Dr. Demento and this stuff that doesn't really compute today. Like now everything's viral, everything's faster and more accessible, but also like kind of ubiquitous or something. I don't know. It's something about like not having as many, uh, I, I, sh- I hate to use the word tastemakers, but you know, people that can, that you trust to like 
show you good, cool stuff mm -hmm. that you, yeah. it's easy to go to, I think it's easier to go astray and just sure. be, think, oh, that's, well, that's cool, just, that's funny. You know? Now there's just too much content in general. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's so easy for any dipshit in the world to just make a TikTok video or upload to YouTube and, and call themselves a, you know, a whatever, you know, a maker, a fucking maker. Ugh. Mm. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't yeah, know I mean, it was. <laughs> I mean, you know, there's obviously good things about technology and the and how connected we are, but that's not necessarily one of them. That, that the way that we view creativity is faster and more immediate, and you know, TikTok related sort of stuff. You know that that mm -hmm. it, sure you you worked really hard for a thirty second video. You know, it was really cool. Right. It was really far, it was really nice. But um, yeah, I mean, it's I don't know. We need more yeah. than that. Yeah. I was thinking of something else, but it slips my mind. So has Weird Al ever appeared in any other movie? I know he didn't star oh. in any other movies, but... I think he has. Probably as himself? I feel like I've seen Weird Al somewhere. No? <laughs> I saw I saw him somewhere. Uh, let's see. In the grocery store. Um, he's in a movie that's still filming called It Wants Blood Two. I never saw or heard of It Wants Blood One. Uh, apparently, yeah. Apparently, he's in Bill and Ted Face the Music, but I don't remember him. He's uncredited, but he's in there. Um. Hmm. Hmm. There we go. I he's saw done him some, somewhere. He's done some voice work and some stuff. <laughs> the, uh, there's a Bob Odenkirk, uh, Saul Goodman guy. His, he's that his sketch comedy, Mr. Show, he did a, sure. a version of him called Daffy Mal Yinkle Yankle. <laughs> <laughs> Daffy Mal Weird Al was impressed by the parody and, and it he said it zeroed in on everything that's irritating about me. <laughs> oh, so. he's in Naked Gun 33 and a third. There you go. And Is he's, he? and he's in catch. Spy Hard in the title sequence. Oh. Uncredited. Spy Hard, yeah. Oh. He's in Naked Gun two and a half, too. What? That's what it says. It says you pigs say your prayer. <laughs> Oh, he's anyway. He's the voice of the doll maker in, in Batman versus Robin. Batman versus Robin. <laughs> That's what it says. <laughs> oh, it's a direct-to-video animated superhero film. <laughs> oh, so make of that what you will. Huh. Well then, he's in Halloween too. Is that the Rob Zombie one? Halloween two. Those movies sucked nuts. Oh yeah, he plays himself in Halloween too. There you go. Hmm. Yeah, that it's is the Rob Zombie. <laughs> well, he's at, you know he can do that pretty well. He's good at being himself. Yeah. All right. All right. All done. I know what we're doing next. I really do. Sure. I'm gonna give it away because. Uh, I mean, I I could be more obtuse but instead i'm just going to say that this is the first time i'm letting i'm letting the news influence my decision 
Hmm. Interesting. You wouldn't dare pick natural born killers. No, no, not that news. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Guess I know how much Cohen loves it. <laughs> no, I, you know, I want a movie I want to enjoy watching, not to just torture someone for for, <laughs> for now. That's big of you. Very, very mature. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. So, no, this movie has, has come in three different directions. It was on a, you know, New York Times had an article recently on best things to stream on HBO right now. And it covered stuff from really the 1940s to now. Um, and then... Uh, the second thing was that I was talking to my niece about it and she'd never heard of it. And I was like, oh, that's weird. Like, it just seemed like it was pretty big. Um, and the third was that the, one of the main actors recently passed away. Hmm. Hmm. So if you think your niece had seen it, that must be nineties, right? Did we say when, did you say when it was? No, about, I didn't say what it was. Are you talking about Ray Liotta? Yeah. Oh, you talking about good, Goodfellas? Yeah. Hey! <laughs> so, there you go. Um, yeah, I was like, Goodfellas, it's like the godfather of mod, mob movies. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. So, um, cool. Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen it, I haven't seen it uh, in probably 30 years. So oh, wow. I don't remember much. I remember... Um, you know, Joe Pesci, uh, if I'm remembering the right scene. Um, but, but other than that, I don't remember much of it. I would say that this is arguably maybe the best film any of us have ever picked. Really? Well, sure. I mean, it is. I don't it is know. certainly I mean, the best. This has been our best review. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's, uh, our best future pick, calling it early. That's, yeah, that's yeah, a lot that's to say. Uh, now you just raise the stakes. It's on HBO Max. Not to prolong yeah. this, but did you? You said that it's this was not my worst pick. What's I can't remember. Oh, what? I mean, Missouri no, fucking I, breaks. Oh yeah, you still you still <laughs> right. We, we did a whole show on this, right? That was my worst pick. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. 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 Check and mate. <laughs> that was the working title of the movie. <laughs> Missouri blows. <laughs> they softened it to breaks. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, that's enough movie buff. I'm cool. out. All right. Join us next time for Goodfellas. Thanks for listening. Bye. Did anyone notice when I did the fish?